كريم ويلكم تو ماسترز اوف ماركتنج ثانك يو باسم tell us who is Karim and uh, what do you do for work and uh, what do you do in your personal life I'm Beirut born back in the 70s exactly 1973 and I was um, raised in uh, in Lebanon during the period of the civil war and I got graduated in uh, 1991 when the civil war ended so I'm graduated from two schools the civil <laughs> war and communication arts <laughs> and i'm i'm happy to be where i am today because the, at that time it, it was dif- it wasn't easy and very difficult you know to continue your education and uh, and actually survive <clears throat> and then i started to work in lebanon i did my uh, uh, film studies and my specialization i did it in uh, in paris and then i started to work in lebanon in uh, tv stations different production houses until finally i moved to the uae in 2017 in 2017 uh, sorry 2007 so i had my day job and at the same time i was like working in the photo 360 um, interactive uh, tours and then I started slowly slowly get more into my hobbies which became my business. And in 2013 I started to work with 360 videos and this is where it uh, ended up in creating Gigaworks in 2015 being the Middle East first virtual reality film studio. So briefly that's uh, about my um, my career path. Virtual videos Can you tell us a bit more about that? So it all started with uh, virtual reality, 360 videos. <clears throat> In um, 2013, one guy called Parmer Lucky wanted to play games in a virtual world. And uh, he pulled an uh, iPhone screen, put two lenses and created the first VR headset, which was known at that time the Oculus Rift. And then he put it on a Kickstarter. He pledged $100,000 and he got $1 million pledge amount. A year later, Facebook came in and paid him $2 billion, bought his prototype. There wasn't even a product at that time. And this is how the big companies went into virtual reality. So virtual reality is basically something that will take you in a non-physical world from the comfort of your seat. Ideally, or what is most known at the beginning was virtual reality gaming, but soon they discovered that you could also do VR videos, VR movies and motion pictures. And this is what I've studied in terms of uh, motion picture and filmmaking. And this is how I got involved and transformed my hobby of 360 photos into 360 videos. At that time, we used to do 3D prints to create our 360 camera rigs. And uh, we started building and creating 360 videos at that time, and then put them in a VR headset and create virtual tours. Right, and now Gigaworks focuses on creating these uh, types of videos. Yeah, so Gigaworks, when it first started, it was serving you know, the entertainment and industry mainly activation and stuff but very soon and very quickly gigaworks helped a lot of government semi-government and corporations so it's not only about entertainment it also went into the medical field military field education field i had my ted talk about smart education in 2017 in uh, bibliotheca alexandria and it was the use of technology for smart education in 2020 a lot of people wished that uh, my idea was developed at that time because it would have been extremely helpful during uh, covid we're still working on a few ideas so virtual reality is almost found today in every business even in training solutions we can see it a lot right good and how did you start how did you first start promoting <coughs> your business So basically when I uh, used to travel or even when I used to go in the desert or in the wadis or in the mountains because I'm a big fan of uh, outdoors. So every weekend I go out in the desert and I started filming using those 360 cameras that we've been uh, building manually and sharing content on social media and between friends. In 2014, 
uh, I used to know a friend who is a Red Bull athlete, and I asked him to give me access to one of his events where he was participating and put my 360 camera rig and film the drill. And that was like my entry ticket because I put the camera, I did the content, everything I was financing. And when I finished, I took it to Red Bull and I showed them my work. Mm. So the first marketing or sales or whatever you want to call it is was all coming from me investing in creating the content myself without any fundings and going directly to the client and just showing them what I can do and what the new technology. I wasn't showing something that was like, you know, a normal photo or a normal video. It was 360 video. 360 video, when you put it in a VR headset, back in the day, some people collapsed. They did not understand that by moving their head up and down, left and right, they could have the feeling as if they were there. Right. And this is, uh, it grabbed the attention of the, the, the advertising agency of Red Bull. And um, ironically, they called me for a job, not for Red Bull, but for another client okay. they were pitching for. And this mm. is how I got my first pay job after doing two years of just filming, showing friends and sharing. Interesting. What year was that? It was 2013 when I started and 2015, I got my first job. So two years in the making, two years trying to uh, promote but not only promoting, it was also educating people. It was something really new. Really, yeah. people wouldn't understand what it was at that time. Of course. So what did you do in these two years? Like the, <coughs> f the two years are the points from when you had the product ready. And then uh, the, after two years, you got the first paid job. Is, that, uh, is this the time frame? So in, during these two years, I had the product ready. But it was like creating proof of concept. Right. And in UAE, you have two different type of clients. The one who wants to do something new that no one has ever done it before. And you have the other uh, person or the other marketeer who says, okay, but no one did it before. How do I make sure that this is going to work? So I've been faced into these two people because I was trying to sell something extremely new. Most of people never heard of it. Right. And here in UAE, uh, the government, they always embraces new ideas, new technology. So this is why at the beginning I said I started working with government, then semi-government, then corporations. In other countries, it's the corporations that start, uh, you know, implementing new technologies and stuff like that. So I've worked a lot with those government entities and it was a very good push for me. And this is, of course, my my portfolio was starting to, to get built and getting richer and richer by that time. Absolutely. And it's good that you had that, in a way, a celebrity influencer friend that could make um, a certain impact on the right type of client. Well, of course, I mean, knowing people is key, especially yeah. in this part of the world and in these, these days, it's all about connections. You can be the best photographer, the best filmmaker, the best marketer that no one heard of you. That's going to be very difficult. You need those connections. It's really important. I mean, the influencers are here for a reasons because they influence people. They can. Today, I just got a message from a friend going on my LinkedIn, checking my connection. I said, can you please put me in touch with one of your connections? I said, of course, why not? Because I do the same also. You could do a cold call, you could send an email, you could send a message on WhatsApp. But when it's referred through someone, it's very important. And my friend, the idea was to just let me in to the event and let me do whatever I wanted to do. Because again, going to a company like Red Bull, telling them, oh, I want to come, I want to film. I said, oh, you have, need to have accreditation. You have to go through a whole process. So yeah, that was key for me to have my friend who is in, an athlete in at that case and gave me access to it. Yeah, good point. And I think that's something that um, we forget um, how to do or we just put it on the side, like the traditional marketing, the traditional way of getting leads and, and selling. Like now we count on, <coughs> let's say, inbound marketing. 
we run ads, we put the posts on social media, we put money behind it, and we're just waiting for things to happen. I remember years before, probably about 10 years ago or more, 15 years ago or so, like around this period, I used to get a lot of these requests on LinkedIn or people used to call me like, hey, I saw that you have, you connected to that person in X and Y company. Can you connect us? And now I barely receive them. Although my connections my the, or the number of people that I'm connected with on LinkedIn is way more than um, 10 years ago. Now I get uh, way less requests, such requests. So it's a good point to always remember like, hey, uh, Karim knows this person. Let me see if Karim would um, connect me. So that's good. So that was about eight years ago, how you started promoting your business and how do you do it today? Well, uh, because to, to start to, 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 <clears throat> to just to put it into perspective, how big is GigaWorks today? So GigaWorks is like, you know, around 15 employees right now. And um, it's still at the startup uh, phase, to be honest. Of course, COVID has slowed down a lot of things. And um, today, I believe that having a small structure in these days is key to survive. In UAE, it's very seasonal. You have two, three months where, you know, all the marketing activities, all the events, all the exhibition, literally nothing much happens at that period of time. So I've learned this across the year that having a life structure works better. Whenever we have big job, big projects, like for example, now we're working on a big project, we work with freelancers, we hire people just to do uh, projects on demand. And then when it's cooled down, the season is cooled down, we have the base, uh, the base stuff. So today, the size of the company is not how many employees, is not how many square Absolutely. meters, it's actually what you are doing. This is for us is the size of the company and we're doing quite well. We have lots of projects. We did so many projects for the Expo 2020. We also did few jobs for the World Cup. So we're quite happy with uh, what we're doing right now. Absolutely. And, uh, and I know that you have worked with some of the biggest names and um, um, you are one of the renowned in the business here. Um, so when you started eight years ago promoting your business, you were alone <coughs> and now you are 15. And I remember you were more people uh, before COVID. Um, and like us, like as well at Igloo, the agency, we were way more people before COVID. And with COVID came, you had, we had to restructure like most of the businesses. And then I think COVID taught us how to become leaner. So yes, that's definitely that's a good key. thing. Yeah. Um, so how do you promote your business today? So when we started it, uh, initially we had a good presence uh, website online. Because for us, the website is our storefront. And we hired a company, which we still work until today which was responsible for doing the SEO, only right. SEO, no social media, no website building, nothing. That company we still work with until today is only for SEO. Awesome. And a lot of people make the mistake of ignoring this part, doing a beautiful website, an amazing website, lots of animation, picture, videos, but you cannot find it, you cannot see it. And SEO for me is science, which I don't want to get into because I have lots of... Uh, knowledge and information about building website but seo changes every month every week the rules are changing you really need to have someone up to date looking at your website it's like looking at your storefront doing a housekeeping so we started with a strong seo and what i've learned when we started because it was a new business new technology the keywords were not even there so we built our own keywords which are commonly used nowadays so that also gave us a good uh, ranking. So the first thing for me was to work on a proper website so can people can find us online. 80% of our business that we've done until today is online from our website. And then, of course, it comes through referrals and from uh, <coughs> tier, uh, tier, tier referrals. But mainly, mainly we receive lots of requests on a daily basis about requests through our website uh, online. So that was the first thing. The second thing we've done, we've, when you go on the shoot, we do lots of behind the scenes uh, videos. And this is quite interesting for people to know how it's being made. 
So again, those content were shared mainly on social media, Facebook and um, Facebook and Instagram. These were our main channels at that time. I mean, Facebook is important for our business, also Instagram. But the type of content, you know, a lot of people do content. And we, I've been doing this on a personal level maybe 15, 20 years ago. And at that time, there wasn't something called content creator. But content is important. You ask me, how are we doing? All the channels are available. You really need to know what to do for, we, for each and every channel. So content is key. You can have all the channels available, but if you don't, if you don't have good content, it's going to be very difficult to have a good reach for you. So this kind of making of videos, r rather than showing the end product, but showing how we are doing the product, was extremely, extremely useful for us because people got lots of engagement. How do you do this? How do you do that? How do you film? It's important also to show the behind the scenes. So these were our best platform at that time. At that time? Yeah. When is that? So when we started, we're when still started, using them. Yeah. Of course, today, so today yeah. we have a big new player, which is TikTok. No one can ignore it, definitely. Mm -hmm. So TikTok is also something that uh, we started to use a couple of years ago. It's really important. We hired a company also, a marketing agency, to do our uh, social media because we don't really have time. But what we discovered is that social marketing agency, they are technical, they know what to do, they know how to do it. But if we don't provide them with proper content, they can't do anything. Right. So hiring a marketing agency is not something that will create miracles. It's a teamwork, in my opinion. Absolutely. So we need to provide the marketing agency the right and proper content, and they will know how to deliver that how content. How to market it. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. <clears throat> <clears throat> absolutely that's uh, absolutely and um, so you get you market your business through having a good website uh, running uh, SEO campaigns that will generate good amount of traffic and you mentioned social media so Facebook Instagram and TikTok so a couple of questions. Is there any, and of course you mentioned the um, the referral, so the word of mouth. Do you create different content for Instagram, TikTok, <coughs> and Facebook? And if yes, how do you go about it? And then uh, what, um, how is it working for you? That's the first question. And second, what other channels uh, do you um, do you focus on to grow the business? Do you have any salespeople? Do you do cold calling? Or do you run events? Do you do you um, do you are you thinking of running a podcast? Does it make sense for you to have a podcast? Do you do seminars? Do you do webinars? Do you exhibit? Are there any are there any other ways? Because you mentioned eighty percent, the eighty percent that you used to get from SEO is it still the case? Do you still get eighty percent of your leads through SEO, or has it changed over the years? Okay, so the eighty percent used to be hundred percent. Okay. Got it. So we're bringing it down. And okay. uh, yes, definitely, we're doing lots of activities. Now, <clears throat> on a personal level, I'm the brand image of the company. So in our field, in our work, it's the director who is directing the movie, you know, is the, the person that, I mean, I cannot hire someone. I could, but it's different. It's not me. Gigaworks is me, and everybody knows me as Gigaworks. So if I'm going to hire four or five directors and go do the job, it's going to be the job of those people. I'm not saying I'm the best. Maybe they would be better. But when you come to me, it's when you go to someone or a doctor or a lawyer that you want that person. So this is when it comes to, to, to Gigaworks. So, so you are the director of Gigaworks <coughs> yes. and the only director of Gigaworks. Well, for the time being, yes. Right. Yes, okay. yes. So I, I don't want to make it commercial. I don't yeah. want to make it mass. I want to keep it niche. Yeah. You know, I want to select the project I want to work with. I really want to work creative projects. It's a new technology. <clears throat> and, and this is something that means a lot to me. It's what I've studied. It's my passion. I want to go to work. I want to be happy. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I was talking to a, a very close friend of mine. He's an architect. And he's like you. He's like, I am the product. Yeah. And I have a certain style 
and I want the people to know that this company is follows exactly that style. So when it, whenever you go, you know that this is made by that company. And he could, like other low uh, architecture firms, have he could he could grow it to five architects, ten architects, but he doesn't want that. So he wants to be the main architect, like you said, and he has a support system with him that do that does the the, the other work. So yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So Another saying, thing that hmm. I also got um, lots of uh, requests is to do seminars and talks about the technology, because then again, this technology is new. And very few people were involved about it. So people used to come on website. I've done few interviews on local and international TV channels. And this is also started to build my reputation. In 2017, I got approached by um, TEDx and they wanted to do something about virtual reality in relation to the education. And at that time, usually, when they approach you, you need to have a unique idea that had never been talked about, something extremely new, and spent around three months working with them until I came. And this gave me also a very good push. And a um, few weeks back, I had a talk at the Museum of the Future. There was okay. a seminar about uh, a company uh, that sells uh, cosmetics, and they wanted a talk about the uh, use of technology. So I do this as now like business for me. It generates more revenue, but also big exposure for me. So I do these kind of things. And again, when people see what you are doing, a lot of people wants of you also. Exhibition events, we do plenty. So basically when clients hire us to do an activation, sometimes they pay us and sometimes we do a barter deal. So we have the space. And it's a promotion for us. So we do mm. kind of an activation and we get exposure and we get, uh, you know, a presence there. So we do our own activations in return of having the space, the marketing. So we use the marketing of, for example, a big event like Dubai Links, for instance. So these kind of things also is helping us a lot because we meet our clients and uh, new clients. Makes sense. Yeah. So this... 20%, if it's it's good uh, ratio, it's going more because we're being more and more active. Of course, during rush period and during, you know, when we're busy, we don't even have time to go for event and exhibition. We focus more on our business because like I told you, I don't want it to be a factory. I don't want it to be like extremely big and commercial. I really want to keep it niche and creative agency. Right. So you said about 70-80% of the leads come through SEO. True. Okay. True. Through the website, mainly. Through the, through the website or through SEO, you think? So, I mean, the SEO will bring people to your website, definitely. I mean, they're, they're all linked together. Because when people do a search, they don't search for the website. They search for criteria which the SEO is pulling them out for them and then redirecting them to our website. Right. So, so, so basically, this is helping us a lot. Okay. And we always have new clients. We have uh, also recurring clients, I mean, that we've done multiple jobs, but we always have new clients coming in. Absolutely. So let's say, because of course now people, like you are known, GigaWorks is known. You participate in so many events, you speak at many events, you're part of business groups and so forth. So probably people are just going to go and type GigaWorks because someone told them, yeah, if you want that type of video, go to GigaWorks and then they go and, and put it there. So that's going to generate website traffic. Let's say 60% of your leads today come through the investment that you're putting in SEO. What would you do if today you lose your SEO ranking and this 60% is gone? I will do everything for not losing it to start with. But if I'm going to lose it, yeah, that's going to be really difficult because it's my storefront. And once you understand this, you won't let go SEO. But definitely, I mean, I have to, to go to proper... Um, proper agency, proper marketing agency to, to fill in the gap. Today you have new ways, new channels, advertisement, social media. I mean, 
I'm not going to go on TV and conventional and newspaper, but definitely I'm going to be using uh, like uh, the, 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 the paid ads, the online things. But definitely you need to have a marketing plan and this is not our specialty. We, we got, I told you, we already have an agency that is doing our uh, social media. We're not doing a big, big boost, of course, because we're not into mass. We're not selling, you know, uh, B2C. We're at the end of the day, B2, B2B, B2G. This is our main uh, focus. But uh, we also have good relation with our clients. We're always in touch with them. We don't send newsletters. However, every now and then on our social media, we do target marketing, showing our latest project and what we've done. But again, I will do everything for not losing my ranking and my SEO. You know, you know why I'm telling you that, and why I'm asking you that, because obviously I am in this space, and um, one of the services that we sell is SEO and SEM and social media and so forth. And I see that um, businesses should not rely on one source of leads. And why I'm asking you that, why I'm telling you that, because I notice that like most of your leads come from one source i made a post on social media i think i put it last week um, a friend of mine has a website and the only source of traffic is seo and he generates about hundred thousand users a month so it's a it's a big website he makes a lot of money through subscriptions and, and ads uh, revenue and he's opened few markets, different markets, and they've done a redirection. They changed the URL um, slugs. And they've done something wrong with SEO, with the agency that he was working with, and wow. they lost everything. And it took them months to recover because all the backlinks, of course, are there. The on-page structure, they've changed it. They changed keywords, header tags, and the most important is that the, that the URL slugs, the URL structure have changed. So it took them months to start recovering again. So in these months, they basically lost everything. There's no traffic anymore. And for it, for Google to trust your pages again, to oh. go up in ranking is going to take him probably, I don't know, a few years. Of course. Right? And in the video that I made, I'm saying never, I think the title of the video is never rely on one source of leads. And uh, this fan of mine learned the hard way. So something to think about yeah definitely you're absolutely right i think it, yeah go ahead coming from 100 to 80 and willing to bring it down i mean yeah like relying on one source of um, of generating business is like relying on a couple of clients is the same problem when you have one big client and four five or ten or 15 small clients that's also very dangerous for the business i totally agree with you yeah and you know what we're doing today as an agency as you see like that's that's new to us podcasting yeah that's very new but that could potentially put us in front of the right people right because i could invite the target audience of mine i can invite them to a podcast it's a new way to prospect yeah so let's say i want to invite you let's say you are a prospect that i like to have you as a client instead of sending you a LinkedIn message, an in-mail message, or a direct call asking for you, and I'm going to sell you my services, I'm going to tell you, hey, Karim, I'm running a podcast about marketing. Why don't you come to the podcast? And that's a way to show your expertise, to promote your business, because now all the posts that we're going to create about you, we're going to be tagging you, and we're going to tagging, we're tagging your company. And we put money as an agency behind these posts, and we promote them in different <coughs> ways. So you're going to get the exposure and you're going to be like, hey, what do I have to lose? And I'm going to show you the podcast that we're creating, top quality in a top studio. So why not? Yeah. So that's a way for me yeah. to sit in front of the right clients. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> so that's what, you're way, do that's what you're doing now. Well, you're not my, <laughs> <laughs> you're my friend. <laughs> I could be your client. <laughs> and you could be my client. Of course. So that's one way. <coughs> Another way is to do webinars to do seminars, yeah. to, participate yeah. in, to participate in events for us, to speak at conferences, to speak at universities, and create content around them. Having direct sales approach, the outbound, it works. Having inbound marketing like you are doing, investing in SEO and running ads on Google and on social media ads, 
and creating posts and running blogs, of course it works. But again, I'm telling you from being in marketing for over a decade, I worked with over 100 clients to date, never rely on one source of lead. And when you tell me 70% of your traffic is coming from SEO, it's great. And I hope that SEO will not change because I love SEO. SEO take a long time for it to work. But something to think about. Definitely. Diversifying the... Yeah, the, 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 the <clears throat> um, I think it's... I'm going to say one last thing. When I, when I said diversifying, I'm thinking about it. Today, if I get a new client, I say don't diversify. Don't spread your budget too thin across SEO. Because clients come to us and I want to do SEO and I want to do SEM and I want to do social media and content. I say, yeah, but you're coming with small budget. You spread it too thin. You're not going to get any good results from any of these channels. Yeah. Take that budget that you have, that small budget if you're starting, put it on SEM, on paid ads. Forget about SEO because SEO is going to take time. Either put it on ads, Google ads, generate traffic, get some business in and then start investing. Or invest, let's say, if it makes sense for you to invest (laughs) in social media, work with influencers, then do that. Forget about ads. That's a different way. Get money in. So don't diversify. Put all your money in one place, get money in, and then start. Now, when you are a mature business like you, and you have money and budget to put in marketing, now you can start investing in other sources of leads. leads. That's the point. Do you work with influencers? If yes, why? Why not? And does it work for you? So we never work with influencers, actually. We don't have, you know, a big amount of uh, budget for this. <clears throat> I'm one of the influencers of the company. I'm a brand ambassador for different brands. One of them is directly linked to our business, which is the manufacturer of uh, the 360 cameras. What so is it that, called? So it's the intra- Insta360. Insta360? 360, yeah. I'm their brand ambassador for the Middle East. And... Uh, this also generates me a lot of leads and it's just like, you know, by just mentioning this is, is a plus for me. I do get access to the latest equipment, to the fir- I'm one of the first people who gets access to those equipment. We also get the chance to work on beta version and I'm also part of the team that is working to improve those equipment. So before they are released, we give our comments and I take them into consideration. So this is something that is really also important for me on a personal level and also for the business because it's also indirectly generating business for us. We also provide them with content. So our content is used globally to promote cameras all around the world. So this is something also we can talk about it. So that's also, it doesn't bring you direct business, but it gives you visibility. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is something also we're using. I'm not against influencers at all. I'm, 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 I consider myself as an influencer, as an opinion leader, and I'm happy uh, to work with influencers. Of course, a lot of people help me on a personal level who are influencers in their own business. I also help a lot of people as well. But this is something that is uh, growing and this is something important. Now, there are the people who pretends being whatever they are, but at the end of the day, their engagement rate is very low, their followers are fake. These are not the influencers that I would be working with and not the influencer I would be talking about, but we cannot generalize. There are some good influencers out there and they are important for the business and the marketing of the business. And is that something that you are planning to do more of working with influencers to promote your business? Mm, I told you I'm not against. Um, never approach someone to do it because I'm doing it for myself, for my company in terms of uh, brand awareness. But it's not something that I'm against. On the contrary, I'm a fan of it. But we don't have any plan right now to do it. Right. And I know that you invest in personal branding, especially the motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
what do you want to call it? The motorbike journey. Before it was my Defender, now it's my motorbike. Correct. <laughs> you stopped with the Defender? No, I didn't. Of course yeah. not. Because I still course. see some videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do both. Yeah. I do both. And the but, desert. Uh, see, motorbike is seasonal. In summer, you can't do it at yeah. all. You know, even though we do it sometimes at three, four o'clock in the morning, come back home by seven, eight in the morning. But I mean, it's really harsh in ju- during hot summer months. Defender is there; it will always be there for my big camping trips. But in between, I develop this passion, and yeah, it's it's for me today. Anyone that has an Instagram page or a TikTok page is doing personal branding. Whether he knows it or no, it's personal branding because it's the beginning, if you want, of the personal branding. Of course, it can go to a much higher level. But anyone who has a page is already talking about himself, marketing himself. I do it a little bit more, and this also helped me a lot. In GigaWorks, in, in getting Gigaworks, more leads for GigaWorks, in GigaWorks, and on a personal level as well, it 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 really helped me a lot. How does it help you with GigaWorks <coughs> and on a personal level? Because I see like the post that you put on your, um, I f- I think um, I follow you on Instagram, yeah, and I see that most of the content that you create are with a drone yeah. or like they're nicely <coughs> the, like, exactly three you know, D three sixty degree exactly uh, exactly videos. Yeah. So how does that help you with GigaWorks? Of course so, it helps, but how does it help you if you tell us more? And how does it help you on a personal level now that you mentioned it? So because I I, I do mix business with pleasure. Hmm. even though people will get shocked about it. But at my own level, I do it. Um, When I go out doing off-road, when I go out doing on my car or any activity, I use my professional equipment and I produce content. This content, you never know when you will be able or when you will need it. Because like I told you, when we do events and activations, People come to us, they say, okay, we give you a space, do an activation. One of the things that we got one day is about travel and tourism in Europe. And uh, during my trips, I always carry my 360 camera and I always film content about uh, sightseeing. So one of the content maybe five, six years ago that I had, I've used it myself. A few years ago, I I, I traveled to to Saudi Arabia. I went for the Dakar race and I created some really nice content on a personal level, which also reached out to a lot of people. So how do I use it on a uh, professional uh, stuff? So let's say there is a company who wants to promote a racing car and they want to see kind of my work. That's not something common that you could find every day. But luckily, I went to one of those races and rallies and I filmed on a personal level and I was able to showcase to my client that this is how it would look. And this is one of the things that let me get a new business by showing content that when you do it seems to be irrelevant. But at some point when you show clients, it's extremely uh, relevant. I work a lot with companies um, from outside the UAE. So they uh, make the contact online and then they send you a storyboard and then they tell you we need to do like a recce about desert location because they come to UAE for the desert, a little bit of wadis, off-road and stuff like that. Most of the time I don't do recce. I already have the content. And the minute you send them the, the rushes or the, the location uh, stuff like the next day or in a couple of hours, they feel comfortable. And I feel that I'm getting the job because my client is comfortable and he knows that I know what I'm doing. So this is something that runs from personal to uh, professional. And again, because I'm passionate about it, it's like I go to work every day, even on the weekends. And people, when they have a day job and they don't like it, they wait for the weekend to disconnect. They will never do what they do on the weekdays over the weekend. And this is exactly what I do. Absolutely. I talk a lot about personal branding because I know the benefits of it and I know that you do. So I'm just thinking like, how do, like today, the lawyer that, that I had a podcast with last week, he does, he's active on, on his personal uh, social media platforms and he gets the return and you get the return and I get the return. And I tell everybody that I meet, like, how 
like just thought people are scared to start putting their face in front of a camera they want to always make a perfect piece of content whether it is a video or podcast or like audio or article before they put it live and i tell them just start because when i started i was sitting in my living room with the iphone no microphone i didn't know how to put the camera in front of the light or whatever the quality was quite low but look at me today look at my videos today look at the videos that kind of come out out of this but you so, know something basim you, mm-hmm. when you say you started with the camera and now look at the quality the quality has improved and i'm going to tell you something you had a good content from the beginning because i was following you from the beginning even when you started with your phone you had good content and this is the base mm. of everything if you don't have good content you will never make it so good content will take you to the next level and today i mean i'm i'm really impressed i've seen the other uh, uh, podcast quality it, 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 it's amazing yeah and the content of course is is supernatural you, you don't have to prepare you don't have to stage it and like you said and i've learned this on tiktok when when i first started using tiktok in the late uh, 2019 and the beginning of covid i mean i used to look for the perfect shot perfect scene and i said hold on i have some nice you know content <laughs> yeah. that doesn't need anything yeah and this is extremely important to have natural stuff and and it doesn't have to be perfect mm. because every user and every viewer will find something interesting in your content if it really has something interesting so then again but it doesn't have to be perfect i tell people definitely not have to be, just no. start i mean yeah. we're not professional i mean no. not everybody is professional yeah. taking photos and videos absolutely yeah and they don't have to be you don't have to be it's only about it's content man yeah I tell I tell people as long as the audio is good. Yeah. <laughs> because like the picture could be amazing but you don't hear it yeah. well they're filming it outside without a microphone or there's yeah. a lot of background noise yeah. as long as the, the just invest in a microphone that is for a couple of dollars you know that microphone yes. like $20 yeah. that you can plug to your easy to use. Or if you're not comfortable with video do audio just record it with your phone. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not comfortable with audio write <laughs> small captions on your Facebook, on your Twitter, take it as a screenshot, put it on your Instagram or on your TikTok or whatever. Just get the ball rolling because I see the benefits. So I tell people, just do it, do it because you're going to get the return. Okay. Are you, is Gigaworks in the metaverse already? No, not yet. Do you have plans? Mm, actually, I've been looking at the metaverse a lot. and what the metaverse does is put everything real in an unreal world right which is great the way the world is evolving the way the world is going but we thought at gigaworks about something when you're in the metaverse everything is computer graphics everything is cgi everything is virtual everything is like set and stage gigaworks will have a big role in the metaverse of course to take people out of the metaverse to the real world so picture this today that's the real world gigaverse virtual reality is virtual is not real but moving from the real world to the metaverse gigaverse will become the real world gigaverse will be producing a real content so you're in the metaverse you want to buy a house you want to buy something you want to go to a factory of one of the big companies in the metaverse they want to show you the factory because at the end of the day the real world is not going to be extinct so of you're course. in the metaverse <clears throat> you have your production plant in the metaverse but you want to show how it works then gigaverse will come and put the content that you would be filming in the real factory and put it in the metaverse so if you're in the metaverse and you look at the real content you will see that the virtual reality will become reality absolutely yeah so, so that's that is our plan right now okay. we're going to have a studio in the metaverse very soon where we could accept orders yeah. and take it to the real world and do it but awesome. we're not going to be working as uh, developers or people you know uh, working within the metaverse uh, setup Okay. We will be busy with our work, but we will have a presence inside. Yeah, so you will have a shop in the metaverse 
and you will be helping clients exactly be in the metaverse 100 percent makes sense yeah. what it's, it's still at the beginning you know it's the, yeah. it's the tip of the iceberg and of it's course. gonna be something really big it's gonna take time but of course the earlier people invest in it the better it is 100 percent what are your top two do's and two don'ts in marketing? Oh, I'm 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 not a marketing uh, uh, from a specialist. business perspective. Yeah, from yeah, what you yeah, have seen yeah. over the years, <clears throat> what do you think? Yeah. Like top two do's, like because you have a lot of experience already with marketing. Yeah, yeah. And you say, you know what? Diversification is important, or mm-hmm. uh, keeping contacts with people. Yes, yeah. this is what we mainly do. And like I told you before. Every now and then we're in contact, we're close to our uh, clients because it's very important having new clients, but at the same time, keeping the old clients is extremely important. I mean, having an anonymous client is important. Having a recurring client is very important for us because the client that you don't know and came to you is, is extremely important. And this is Again, our best practice here is having a proper front shop, having a proper website, SEO. And the other one, we are always in touch with our clients. So you've done a job with me. I don't call you after one month and tell you, hey, you don't have business? No. I call you after one month or I send you an email or I send you a WhatsApp and show you the new projects we're working on, the new things we are doing on. I, I don't sell. I don't like to go to someone and sell him. I prefer someone coming to me and buying from me. And to make this, I create the demand. Like I created for Gigawars, being something new, I always create demand. I don't know how to sell. I, 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 it's not my practice, but I know how to create a need for mm. people, a demand, you know? How do you do that? <clears throat> well, always having something new. <clears throat> we always come up with new ideas. Like what? what? Can you give us an example? New products. New stuff, new technology. We always look for something new. We never do the same thing. We always keep on looking, inventing, finding something new to offer it to our client. That's very important. If you go every time and you tell them, hey, take this uh, cup of water. We can drink it once, twice, and then give him a juice, give him a drink, give him something else. You cannot always giving the same thing to your customer. He will use it once, twice, and that's it. So right. for us, is always bringing something new on the table. And this is something we always strive, we always uh, try to, to get new stuff. So you try to uh, grow the value of your existing clients <coughs> instead of <coughs> focusing on always acquiring new clients. Exactly, right. exactly. And the other thing I want to tell you, talking about best practices, today when Gigawatch started, it was the only player in the Middle East and one of the few worldwide. Now there are so many people doing this, but they do it, of course, we do it differently. However, we have new items. We are always one step ahead. If we started filming, then someone is doing the filming. We started the simulator. We finished with the simulator. We started with the virtual parks and stuff like that. So we always have something. We are always working on something new. So we really, an advice always be, a trendsetter, and this is how we, we, we survive during all these years, is by coming up with new ideas. Right. So what are these top two do's and two don'ts? I told you briefly, the, the, the top two do's, always look for uh, new stuff, always. I mean, come up with new ideas and new offerings for your clients. And and, and the don't, don't try to sell the same thing to your client every time. <laughs> really, really, yeah. no, no. I mean, I mean, I it's, it's, it's really for us, it's, yeah. uh, it's a no brainer. Mm. <clears throat> I've been in different businesses before and uh, I even have a, a company on the side, um, which called The Great White, which sell um, adventure and camping equipment. And we have the top-notch uh, rooftop tent. The one that you have on your... The one I have on defender. my Defender, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when the client called me, I say, I want to buy this tent and start asking about details and stuff. I know he's going to buy. And when the client tells me, I want to come and see it, I know he's not going to buy. <laughs> if he wants to see it, it's everywhere online. There are lots of videos and stuff. The people who want to see it, they, they want to do shopping. They want to see mine, they want to see yours, they want to see theirs, they go everywhere. But mm. 
people who wants really knows what they want, they will come to us. And I do the same at Giga. We always have new products. We always have new technology. I'm not saying it's the cheapest, but at the end of the day, it has the highest return of investment. So people who want these kind of things, they are our clients. They are most welcome. And this is something we strive for every day. Like I told you, we don't want to sell the same thing and have the client who's going to go and shop around the corner and compare us with other uh, companies or other uh, activities. I totally agree. And it's interesting you said that. I was um, listening to a podcast the other day. <coughs> and um, that person is uh, one of the leading people in building digital marketing or marketing agencies. And he sold many of them. And that's what he consults now. And he said exactly what you're saying. People would want to... So he doesn't advertise. He said, I am like a doctor. I just add value by doing podcasts and running events and writing for free for publications, etc. And I'm there helping people. So the people, the prospects that call me, they only want to work with me. Yeah. As if I am that doctor that does open heart surgeries. People call you because they want to work with you. Yeah. And when you're advertising... You get the mass and you, you get, get the masses, <coughs> right? And you get that small percentage, which is very important for all of us if we want to grow. Yeah. But yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. But we're more into targeted advertising. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I target, for example, for, for my tent, I know who are the people who's going to buy it. They are right. gray hair. They're looking for their comfort. They don't want to spend half an hour <laughs> putting out the camp, two hours pulling off the camp. So they are like-minded people yeah. who want to go there sit, relax, have their drink, have their barbecue, 30 seconds, their bed is ready and they sleep. So I cannot target a young man who go put a backpack and travel the world and tell him come and buy an electric rooftop. So you really need to know who is your uh, target audience also. That's very important. Great. Kareem, thank you for coming. Always a pleasure seeing you. Thank you, Basim, for having me. Really Thank pleasure. You. Yes. And congratulations on the on the on this new uh, podcast that you're going. I mean, it's really <laughs> I've, I've seen the first one only and uh, good luck, man. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. Thank you. And uh, where can uh, the viewers find you? Gigaworks. What's the URL? What's your domain? So it's gigaworks.ae. Gigaworks. That's the website. Awesome. And my personal stuff is uh, I am Karim Saad. I am Karim Saad. Yeah. S-A-A-D. TikTok awesome. and Instagram. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Sure, man. Later. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>